And welcome back to Ballpark Beef Podcast. How we doing, everybody? It's another week. It is officially week 10 of uh, this podcast. Best baseball podcast out on any platform. Um, it's It's been an awesome ride so far. Um, and just know this is going to be one of our best episodes so far because I got a lot of things to say. Me and Nick were beefing over the weekend about some stuff. Uh, so we'll definitely want your guys' take on this. So, uh, to the fellas, how was everyone's week? Not good. Baseball-wise. It's not good to hear. Pretty nah, good, fantasy-football-wise. Yeah. Fantasy, guys, think, look, listen to this. Me and Jimmy in uh, my fantasy league I started are 3-0. and We're at the top, and we play each other this week, so only one team can survive. Um, Who you got? Matt, Who you got? Matt, I got bets Jimmy week? loses. My okay. week, awful. I'm a Reds fan and a Jets fan. Just an awful week. I, 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 I yeah, yeah, yeah. I feel you. Hey, listen, it it, it gets better. Um, does it? I don't think it does. Back to Nick. You putting a four for four on that? Yeah. What's up? I got Jimmy losing though. What's what's the point spread? Um, no spread. Straight up, we're even. So once I get Devontae Smith off the waiver, we're going to have about the same number of projected points. <laughs> I'm not worried about Devontae Smith. Okay. Wait, so you're going to take this bet even though I have you winning? You have me, me losing? Yeah, but why ass? So I thought he wanted to take the nah, bet. I wanted to know if... if um, Oh, so four win. for four, Jim, that you lose. Yeah. What's up? All right, bet good. Here we go. We got a bet. Live bet, live betting on the the, uh, the podcast. I like that. Uh, all right, so let's go into our teams. I'll start us off this week. Uh, Yankees are seven and three in their last ten. Been playing some good baseball. Been getting some guys back. Lemayhu should be either coming back tomorrow or for the Orioles series. We're playing the Blue Jays right now. We're up five two, so we're getting healthy. Uh, we're getting. I'd say we're getting hot. We're definitely winning some more games than we have. Judge is still sitting at sixty. Uh, as I was telling Matt earlier, it's kind of like he has ED right now. He just can't get it up. Um, He's getting walked a lot. He's get well, yeah. No one's pitching to him anymore, uh, which also doesn't help. But you know, he's still in that triple crown race. I think he wins triple crown. Hopefully, uh, he just got to keep the average up, really. But yeah, Yankees are looking good right now. Uh, hopefully, they could just keep riding it uh, into the playoffs, and you know, we'll see how it goes from there. Let's you think, uh, you think uh hold on, I have a question. You think they're gonna keep Judge leadoff going into the playoffs? Um I think that's debatable. I mean I me, I mean from a personal standpoint, I don't know why someone like Bader isn't leading off or mm-hmm. IKF who I gotta take. Yeah. I think they're trying to give him the most ABs to get the home run record. That's what I think. I think so too. Yeah, yeah. Honestly that didn't even come to me, but that makes sense. But yeah, I mean Playoffs, I, I could see IKF or Bader leading off. That would make the most sense to me, but we'll see. Definitely think you guys have a good uh, point about that. What um? You got, let's you got uh. Some good, you got some good players this week. You you didn't even shout out Oswaldo Cabrera, Oswald Peraza playing really well in a limited role. Do I need um, to shout them out? We know they're good. Torres. I mean, you got some you got some folks slugging over eleven hundred the past. They're starting years. to get hot. But that's why I said they're getting hot. We're getting hot. We're getting ready for the playoffs, man. It's good, good, uh, good to be in New York right now. Yeah, it's good to be a Yankee fan right now. Uh, 
Just a Yankee fan. I don't, know. So, I don't care about the other team. Until you go to Houston and lose again. Yeah, sure. Uh, anyways, Matt, do you, do you even want to speak? Yeah, I can speak. Oh, boy, okay. can I speak. Um, <laughs> so I, I wasn't here last week on the podcast, so I'll do a quick uh, two-week recap of what the Reds have been through. And it's not good, ladies and gentlemen. They got swept by the Pirates. They lost uh, three of five to the Cardinals, split a series with the Red Sox, lost three or four to the Brewers, lost to the Pirates last night, are currently losing tonight. The The Reds are currently sprinting headlong into a 100-loss season. It's the first 100-loss season they will have incurred since, like, 1982 or something like that. I heard a stat on the broadcast earlier this week that said uh, in the 140 years that the Cincinnati Reds have been a professional baseball organization, only five teams have ever lost 100 games, and this could be number six, you know. As a Red fan, I'm sitting here witnessing history. It's amazing, you know. Aaron Judge is trying to break home run records. Uh, that's history. I get to, you know, watch one of the all-time worst Reds teams. Fantastic. How's Alejo Lopez playing? Oh, he's, like, benched now. He's benched. My my favorite young player on the Reds is Alejo Lopez. He's a switch-hitting, like, middle infielder, part-time third base, uh, singles machine. He's got that dog in him, and he's not even starting. We've got injured Jonathan India taking all of the starts at second base right now. He should have been shut down at least two or three weeks ago when he re-injured himself. Um, like there's there's so little hope for the rest of the season. It's it's one of the like in my years of being a Reds fan, this is one of the bleakest seasons that I've ever had to endure. Like it, it's just so so bad. You just sound depressed. <laughs> it's it's really just taking like a huge mental toll on me. <laughs> I, I can say a couple of good things. Uh, young pitching has been really good. Uh, Hunter Green punched out 10 today. Nicoladolo is pitching good. <clears throat> Graham Ashcraft is back from injury, but the, there are very little bright spots. And uh, TJ Friedel is fourth in the National League in OPS since his call-up uh, first week of August. That's it. That's all the good news I have for the past two months. And there you go. That is our Cincinnati Reds uh, update. Now let's uh, go over to the St. Louis Cardinals uh, who have still been keeping up with the league. Yeah. Um, as I said before, it wasn't really a great week. Uh, took a series loss between the Padres and the Dodgers. Um, in those two series, we uh, honestly pitched pretty well. Just uh, we didn't score runs. I think against the Padres, we scored two or three runs in three games. Dodgers. We had the big 11-0 win, and then after that, basically got shut down. Uh, so a disappointing week for the Cardinals uh, behind the plate. Um, but there was one dude that uh, stuck out, uh, Lars Nupar. Um, he hit 462 this week, hitting two home runs, four RBIs, and an OPS of 1-6. Um, Quintana, when he pitched, he went six and two-thirds, five hits, and six Ks. Um, and the big thing about the Cardinals this week is Albert Pujols hit 699 and 700 in the same game. Huge. A round of applause to the uh, to yeah. the man himself. Congrats, congrats to Pools. He deserves it. So, uh, yeah, tough I mean that was the that was a highlight. It's of tough the week. dropping those two series, though. Hello, baseball. Yeah, yeah. 
Against playoff teams, too. Interesting. But anyway. Had a boy, Jim. <laughs> Nobody else caught it, Matt. <laughs> it's all right. We're here to talk about baseball, not English. It's, you know, English is only secondary on this podcast. Yeah, I've, we've had a lot of English uh, mishaps, so. <laughs> what you get for growing up next to uh, an oil refinery, right? <laughs> and working for them. What a beautiful, what a beautiful PAL field. Let's just stick a, uh, stick a refinery right next to it. Yeah. Hello, yeah, baseball. Gotta love it. Now, We're let's talk about. Podcast. Can we, can we talk about the, uh, the Sons of New York? The Sons? We did that already. Because you know it is National Sons Day, right? Yeah. So let's talk about the Sons of New York. How fitting for the Yankees to be uh, sunned in the rightful place. No, the Mets are playing good. I mean, we're eight and two in our last ten. <clears throat> Pete Alonso leading the way. He's up to 131 RBIs. He set a new single season Mets RBI record, um, and just keeps building on it. He's got a three run homer tonight, so he's got uh, 131 RBIs on the season already and counting. I think that's more than Judge. Um, but just, you know, you can fact check me on that. Son of New York. Um, also, you know, he's hitting 290 in his last 10 games, uh, 1180 OPS for Pete Alonso. Francisco Lindor, uh, we'll come back to him, but he's been playing fantastic lately. Um, Brandon Nimmo has been hitting pretty well. Uh, he had a little injury there, but he rebounded and um, getting some good production from Mark Vientos and Daniel Vogel back in the DH spot. Uh, for pitching, you know, Chris Bassett has just been a dog. He's just been an innings eater, going out there, making a start every fifth day, and uh, really doing a good job for the Mets. Pitched really well in his return to Oakland. Um, looking at Max Scherzer as well, pitching to an 075 ERA in his last two games. Uh, two wins there as well. Jacob deGrom got roughed up a little bit, but I'm not too concerned. He's allowed a, a slip up here and there, so hopefully best he rebounds. Best player in the league, right? Hopefully here he and there. Next start. Best player in the league, right? Well, let's, let's circle I mean, back. I, I, I'm going to get off of deGrom because I, I always say he's he's the GOAT and everything, and I really do think he is. Yeah, but... You don't want to argue on your weak points, right? Yeah, let's, let's turn away from that one. We're going to argue <laughs> on a strong point now. Let me tell you guys a, a stat here. I was just perusing fan graphs, just trying to figure out, you know, who is uh, who's leading baseball in war? And it's your normal, you know, two people that you'd figure, right? Aaron Judge leading with a 10.8 F war. Shohei Otani just behind him with an 8.8. Then you start getting into the National League in three through six. Let me read off these names. Nolan Arenado, Manny Machado, Paul Goldschmidt, and guess who? Francisco Lindor is just up with Nolan Arenado, Paul Goldschmidt, who we've been saying is going to run away with the NL MVP, and Manny Machado. He's actually Francisco Lindor is also ahead of Freddie Freeman now in F four. So I don't know, guys. I think uh, I think Francisco Lindor is going to get some MVP votes, much to all of your chagrin. Maybe like one. Yeah, <laughs> maybe one. <laughs> I don't know. Oh man. Maybe I think uh, I think that you need to put a little bit more respect on Francisco Lindor's name. He plays stellar Gold Glove defense. He uh, he does his thing with the bat and is an absolute leader on the Mets squad. Who is definitely the king of New York at the moment. I don't know where you get off saying that about... bullshit. God yeah, damn, I... Jimmy Lindor's the king of New York. The Mets are the kings of New York. No, no, no. no. We're not yeah, talking about three the Mets. games. You Jesus just Christ. said Lindor. 
Yeah, no one said... else is the king of New York but Judge. I must have misspoke. I, I meant the team, the Mets, over the Yankees. I'm not referring to Lindor over Judge. No, bro. They're not even... If the if the Mets do something in the playoffs, they can be the king of New York. But they're they're not gonna do shit. They're not the king of New York yet. Uh, you just like like keep hating every single one of you. Just keep hating. Oh, what you mean every single one of you? I was just making that comment because you said Lindor was the king of New York. Well, I'm definitely hating. You're all coming crazy. Yeah, but can can I actually hate on something? Because all right, me and Nick over the weekend we were we were at my house. We were talking some baseball, and he brought up that Nolan Arenado is a for sure Hall of Famer. Now I strong I strongly disagreed with this because. I came to the. I asked Nick. I was like, "What has Nolan done besides um, win Gold Gloves?" And he said, "Oh, he batted two ninety for his career." Okay, what else does he has he done? Nothing. So, anyone have a rebuttal for me? He's. Uh, it was he's actually for, me that he's not, that brought up yeah, his Matt, batting average. Matt brought average. out the batting average. Oh, <laughs> I'm sorry. You know, I'm just constantly fucking forgotten in these conversations, well, man. The, I got to start reason, speaking louder. The reason why is because Nick usually brings up batting averages, so I just mistaken. I apologize. But Look, Matt Nolan said, Arenado, oh, he's got a 290. I I never said that he was going to be a guaranteed first ballot Hall of Famer right now. I said that he could be. I mean, he does have really good stats for the first half of a career. He's only 31 years old. He's got 1500 hits, 299 home runs, 965 RBIs. He's batting 289, 346 with an 881 OPS over his career. That's solid. And if you turn that 300 home runs into 400, even 500 at the end of another 10 years in the league, I see why there's no reason why he could be, why he wouldn't be a first ballot Hall of Famer on the back of the stellar defensive career he's had so far. I just don't think he's first ballot. I know he, uh, I'll say, go ahead, go ahead, go ahead. I think you're smoking something, dude. Whatever it is, I'll take some of it. But like, <laughs> wait, wait, wait. Are, are we talking about right this second? Like, if no one Arenado retired today, would he be a Hall of Famer? Or are we talking yes. about? We're, well, all right. So we're talking about right this second. If no one Arenado was to retire today, would he be a Hall of Famer? I said no. No, I don't think so. My answer is no. He has a great ten-year start to his career, worth fifty-two F four. Or sorry, B War, and uh, it's just going to keep going up because sure. he's going to continue playing well and probably make the Hall of Fame. But, yeah, but right one now. thing that one thing you said was, and you you like strongly vouched for this is that one main reason is that because he didn't win anything. Yes, he hasn't won anything but Gold Gloves. Okay, but he also one stat that he has is he since his debut in twenty thirteen. He has the most 30 home run, 100 RBI seasons, and he's a six-time All-Star and has been in the MVP voting five out of eight years. How many MVPs has he won? Five straight years. And he'll also be a top 10 vote getter this year. But how many has he won? None. He's finished his third. Okay, but so you're, you're telling me that, and I'm going back to the point of not winning anything, that Mike Trout is automatically in the Hall of Fame? Yes, hundred percent. Yes. Mike, Mike Trout is the for best his first ten years. Yes, are let's, you kidding me? Yeah, that's on. a completely different conversation. That is terrible. Come on now. Yeah, but I don't understand how you're saying just because he didn't win anything. That's but like Mike Trout has won multiple MVPs. 
that's okay. MVPs is what you need. Like, I don't get it. Are you kidding me right now? Are you re- are you really trying to say? Because wait, 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 wait. Be honest with you. You're me. saying so. All you need to do is win no no rings, but you have to win MVPs, and you're automatically there. I mean, if you win two MVPs, that kind of solidifies you're one of the best players of your generation. Am I wrong? Brad has three MVPs. Sorry, three. Yeah, three. No, yeah, I, I just don't agree. That's fair. And also, in an eleven year career, he's worth over thirty more WAR. Yeah. And that's including yeah, Mike, Mike Trout is a completely different conversation and Nolan Arenado. They shouldn't be in the same conversation. It's not even close. It's not even close. I'm sorry. That, well, I'm just using his name as uh, the was, nothing. Ever... I'm using the name as he didn't win anything because you strongly went for that for Nolan. I, uh, yeah. I mean, he has he won an MVP? No. Has he won a ring? No. So that that's my thing. Trout has three MVPs. That's a terrible comparison. I don't know. I don't agree. Okay, well, I won because you have no rebuttal. So, Sugma. Okay. Well, that's oh, that is gotta, the most Yankees fan reaction. What? I got an interesting. <laughs> you don't have a rebuttal, so I win. Oh, this is this what? is this is great research. Let me just pat myself on the back real quick. Okay, let's hear this. I got a ten-year career for you. Okay. Let me read it out to you. Wait, first, who is this? I'm not going to tell no, you. No, no, no name. Okay. No name. Okay. I'm not going to tell you. First 10 years of, of their career, and mind you, the first five were kind of bad. Um, yeah. Uh, 1,192 games. That doesn't really matter. Uh, 1,219 yeah. hits, 266 home runs, 880 RBIs, batting 289, slugging 559, OPS 943, OPS plus 139. During that 10-year stretch... Five in a row, top five in MVP votes. No MVP awards. No Gold Glove awards. Yes, this Hall of Famer. <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> That's a Hall of Famer? No MVP awards at all throughout their career. Okay. Ah. Don Mattingly? Nope. Mm. What team was he on? Give us a team, at least. The Boston Red Sox. Wade Boggs? Nope. Is it... Th- before or did they retire before or after 2000? After. After. Johnny Damon? Nope. Ortiz. Yes. David Ortiz. What a comp that is by me. I just literally looked this up. I knew I don't I didn't think he had any MVP awards. Was he first ballot? Um it was. He was. He's young. Yeah. Damn. Stop playing. Yeah, he just, he got in last year. Seventy-eight percent of the ballot votes. Yeah. Okay. That's fair. But I, I, I mean, know. he outweighs Nolan a bit on the uh, on the advanced statistics. But Nolan beats him in the counting stats and the defense. Gold Glove awards and defense. Absolutely. And I mean, but, I'm pretty sure he's also won two Silver Sluggers. Like, it's not like he hasn't Nolan's won anything won for his bat in a row. Yes, that's true. That's true. He has won the Silver Sluggers as well and Rookie of the Year. Oh no, he was seventh. I'm sorry. Seventh in rookie of the year. But do you think that he would have made the Hall of Fame on those numbers, those first ten years? No. I think he needed the rest of the Well, I mean, when when you look at Hall of Fame, you you look at the best seven year period of a uh, of a player's career. Can I just say something? Before you go, Matt? Yep. Ortiz, three World Series wins, one World Series MVP. Continue. I I mean the so, he, so he's worse in stats, basically, but since he's won. Seven sil- Silver Slugger Awards. Continue. 
Nolan Arenado will get there. He's just not there yet. That's what we're just trying to say. It, it needs to progress further down his career. I don't think there are like Mike Trout is actually a good comparison in this way. It's like he's obviously somebody who's going to be in the Hall of Fame at the end of his career, based on the numbers that he has now. But how many players can you say that for? I and like I said, I'm talking. How many about players right in now. in the the Hall of Fame can you say that for? Like at 30, you knew they were going to be in the Hall of Fame. Half of them? I, mean, I would say 75% of them. Yeah. Right? I mean, he's better than Ozzie Smith. He's a hell of a lot better than Ozzie Smith. That's fair. But, I mean, um, I would even like co- compare them defensively. I would say Nolan might even end up being a better defender than Ozzie Smith. Yeah. Ozzie was a bit of a wizard and he played shortstop, so there's a bit more need for defense there. But, you know, the hot corner is the hot corner. If if you know, shortstop's number one, center field's number two. I would say third base is number three. Yeah. Maybe catcher, tied. Nick, what else were we arguing about? I'm not gonna lie to you, bro. I you lucky I remember this one. I was a little. I, I had a little too much that night, so we were just rambling. <laughs> I know it was good content, though. That's what I was trying to remember. What yeah, I know because uh, we got yelled at. I know. Everyone was like. This should be on the podcast. Save like, it for Tuesday. Save it for Tuesday. Like, no, I want to talk about this now, and now we <laughs> forgot about it. Damn. Um, but let's let's go in on the Mets, though, because like they're just such pretenders, man. <laughs> you need- I don't know where the Mets fan is getting off saying that they're the king of New York. Yeah, like, come on. It, that's not even close, pal. Give come me, on. Give me my moment. Let me have my moment. You got out of the dungeon and you saw sunlight for the first time and you said, ah, this is my land now. It's like, I, no. Listen, it's not. you may be the the prince of New York. I'll give you prince of New York. How about that? I'm You're not better than the your Jets. scraps. I'm not taking your scraps. The Mets, but the Mets are going. You to have be... not done enough to be claimed the king of New York yet. Oh my god! This you guy. haven't done enough because you have three more wins than us. You're the king of New York. Considering how you guys started and how you crumbled, yeah. You still have oh, three wow. more wins. We've been that's, that's saying good. a lot coming from a Mets fan, Jim. <laughs> I wonder how many times you've done that. <laughs> <laughs> I but I, I'm just know. like realistically, bro. You can't say you're the king of New York yet. I don't know. Yeah, I, I see it. I see it how I see it. I think that the true litmus test will be beating the Dodgers in the CS and then getting to whoever leaves the uh, the ALCS. Nick, what do you think? I think the lit. I'm sorry, but I think the litmus test comes down to how many championships have you brought back to the city, Jim? I mean, like, are, are, do we really have to go there? Yeah, I think we do, pal. Like, I'm, I like, I'm. When were the break Reds? even with the Yankees? I don't like them. I don't dislike them, but they are the kings of New York, and it's it's not even from the mid thirties, maybe, or the late to mid the mid thirties, the seventies, the nineties, the two thousands. Yeah, like the Mets yeah, have. I'm pretty um, sure. I'm pretty sure. Nineteen eighty six and nineteen sixty seven. Yeah, but you can't just say you're the king of New York after winning three more games than us right now. That that's that's not valid. All I'm saying is there's a weak king on the throne, and we're just taking the crown. A weak uh, king. A weak. How many last place finishes do the Yankees have this decade? Not a lot. Mm. Jim, you know the answer to that question? Not a lot. It's zero. 
How many last place finishes did the Mets have this? I don't know that one. You can look that one up, expert researcher. Probably more. I don't know. I'm really proud of that take, though. Just pulling David Ortiz out of nowhere. Yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. <laughs> that was a good one. No, I, I, I kind of like that. Yeah, we should do stuff like that. That's pretty fun. Yeah. Um, I'll be honest with you. I think that the Mets are for real this year. I think that we'll hold off the Braves. I'm really happy with where we are. I don't think that I could have predicted we would be here. So I'm just kind of riding this high. We're probably not the Kings in New York. It's just nice to give uh, give John a little bit of taste of his own medicine. He just always shits on the Mets all the time. But, you know, I'm just really happy we where do. we are. And I think that, you know, this team is built a little different than previous teams. And I just hope that, you know, in these short series, our players could show up, our pitching can be strong, our bullpen can hold up, and we can just string together the hits like we have during our win streaks. Uh-oh, you guys may be tied after tonight. Listen, we'll know who the real deal is after this weekend when they play each other. I know, as long as the hurricane doesn't affect them. Uh-oh, you guys may be tied. Yeah, it is what the Braves, Braves winning right now. The Braves have had a Braves fantastic season. 8-2, the Mets are down 6-3. Yeah, and they had the they had a terrible start to the year. Yeah. They were like kind getting... of opposite of the Yankees. Yeah. They kicked it into gear in like what May, right? Middle May. Yeah. I don't know. And the Mets have been going strong all year. It's just, it all comes down to the series between the Braves and the Mets. That's that's all it's ever come down to. They've had like these um, matrices like posted on Twitter showing like, oh, if the Mets go, I don't know, like three and two in their next five and then win two games from the Braves, they can clinch in every other combination, right? So they're just like outlining all the situations. And really all it comes down to is this three game series with the Braves. Yeah. The marathon has become a sprint and whoever wins the series is pretty much, you know, in position to win the East. Yeah. And I'm rooting for the Mets. I know you are. I'm, rooting I'm not for rooting Mets. for anybody. I hope everybody loses. Well, the Reds are losing, so that's good enough. I know. <laughs> Sharing my pain. No happiness for anybody. If I can't have it myself. Hey, but according Fine. to your hot take, uh, they should be winning in the next five years. Oh, well, yeah, well, five years from now, I'll be a totally different man than I am today, but that is five years from now. I mean, we well, we, we can get into that five. next week. I think we're starting to get towards the end of our time here, because yeah. that's that's at least 10 minutes worth of me just absolutely shouting into my microphone. Yeah, we may need like a whole uh, segment for you. It might be an off-season yeah. topic. An off-season. <laughs> yeah, we could definitely do like an off-season topic where we just talk about kind of what we want, what our moves we want to make, our outlook and stuff. But, you know, that's for... Gotta fill it, find a way to fill these winter months that'll be coming up after the season ends. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Fantasy football tickles uh, the itch, but we need to go all the way with some baseball talk. Yeah. Well, let's put it this way. If one of our teams win, the other three will never hear the end of it. Oh, no. That's especially oh, true no. for one club. Yeah. Yeah, Damn. the Cincinnati Reds. <laughs> <laughs> all right. No, if the Mets win, I think the the person we won't hear the most out of is if the Mets win. We, Jimmy will just talk. Yeah, that's what I. Talk. That's literally what I said. And talk. Well, I mean, when you don't have that many, you know, you gotta take the opportunities you can. That's what I'm saying, you know. Yeah. yeah. Moment of silence. Moment of silence for Jimmy. Rip. Because the Mariners are going to win the uh, the World Series this year. Oh my God! What a take.
Luis Castillo. He's gonna come save through this for next week. <laughs> what a tease! So next that's, week, that's a teaser. Yeah, for next week. I want to see your bracket. Yeah, ne- yeah. So next oh, week, guys, yeah, I'm down. We're gonna um, we're gonna do our whole playoff prediction with our brackets. So that'll be pretty much all of next week's episode. We're just gonna break down the whole playoffs. Uh, so next week will be the game, the day before the season ends. So it'll be perfect. Uh, everything should be in, you know, concrete by then. I hope, as long as the Mets or Braves take care of business. So I'm hoping that is all done. Uh, but yeah, I mean, we're getting closer to the end of the season in the playoffs. Best time of the year. You got to uh, play off baseball and football. So can't doesn't get better, much better than that, in my opinion. Yeah, we should do a uh, like a um, four for four bet and do like a point system for each round. Uh, like the NCAA basketball does. See who gets the uh, the best points for each of their bracket. So, actually going into that, um, we, Jimmy, you want to talk a little bit about the, the, uh, the prop betting? Oh, that's a little too soon to talk about that. We'll have to give the viewers... A little too soon? Yeah, we'll have to give the, the listeners a little bit of information when that comes through. But um, I like the idea with the 4-for-4 the four four bet, picking a, like throwing out yeah. a, a bracket once the playoffs are set and just uh, yeah. kind of giving points for each round. We yeah, like that. Alejo Lopez is stepping to the plate, ladies and gentlemen. We should definitely, um, we should definitely put on like Twitter, you know, definitely put it out there. So everyone can see. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, everyone just, you know, judge the bracket. We'll do like two, four, six, eight, or something like that. And... Judge has walked four times tonight, by the way. Jeez. On base machine. None were intentional. <laughs> no, we I'm just not giving him anything. I mean, honestly, I would be the guy. I'd be like, "Fuck it!" Like, I'd be like, "Yo, history down the middle, man." You're bleeping that, right? Fuck it, yeah. No, (laughs) you gotta edit now. Say PJ PG thirteen podcast. PJ PJ. (laughs) 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 All right, I think we should wrap it up, right? Yeah, let's call it. Uh, Yep, we got a good one next week. Yeah, next week will be fun. All right. All right, guys. Well, thank you for listening. That is it for Ballpark Beef this weekend. Week 10. 10 podcasts in the book. Somewhat of a milestone for us. 10 um, podcasts is. 10 podcasts is. <laughs> guys, I think we all need an English class, maybe. I think we all have to go back to school. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm off that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, thank you guys for listening. Remember, every Wednesday at 4 p.m., podcast drops on every platform you could think of. Please make sure to listen to us. Um, you can also give us feedback. You know, you can join Discord, give us feedback. You can follow us on Twitter, DM us, talk to us. Actually, don't DM us, please. I don't want to talk to you guys in the DMs. Um, you could at us. How about that? Um, and you know, just talk to us. We, we got some good baseball minds here. Um, and baseball is about to get real exciting with the playoffs coming up. So, yeah, be ready for next week's episode. Thank you for listening, and Ballpark Beef is signing out. Deuces. Take care.